Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast, covering the most essential areas of personal development for ultimate success, your health, wealth, and happiness. Your host, Natalie Bailey, the Confident Entrepreneur. Natalie is a confidence coach, property developer, and bright red-haired fitness fanatic who is going to take you on a journey to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful, and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action, and unleash your inner confidence. Hello and welcome to the Confidence Mastery Podcast. I am your host, as always, Natalie Bailey. And today I am delighted to bring to you David Roberts, who has known me, and I've known him, for quite a while online. And David's had me on his People With Purpose podcast. And the things that we spoke about on his podcast, and if you haven't listened to it yet, you absolutely need to, um, really intrigued and inspired me. And I thought that he would be a great guest for you to listen to through all sorts of things from confidence building, mindset, business. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that we're really aligned on. So David, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. It's great to be here. I'm really glad that you're great. You're excited to be here. <laughs> I'd be worried if yeah. you <laughs> well, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that wouldn't start, would it? <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. Um, would you like to give the listeners just a brief introduction to you and who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure, sure. So, yeah, so I'm I'm David Roberts, and I um, I run businesses, and uh, I'm uh, the host of the People with Purpose podcast, as you just said. Uh, and um, I've I've always had a bit of a passion, and I I worked it out when I'd gone through a bit of a period of of not really liking myself very much. Uh, that um, what I love is seeing other people do things that they didn't think were possible. And um, I've done that through business mainly. Um, also, you know, friends, family, relationships, all that sort of stuff. I, I love it on all levels. But um, but yeah, so I um, I took one business from startup to eight figures in two years and then um, bought into another business uh, and, um, you know, grew that and sold that a couple of years ago as well so like so, so business has been, been a big focus for me uh, but but really it's all about how you can help people to really step into their full potential uh, and yeah like I say do things they didn't think they were capable of I just love that so uh, that's what floats my boat. Oh same I love seeing people succeed and when they do things that they didn't think they were capable of and you see the look on their face like what a great feeling is that? Yeah, amazing, amazing. And, um, you know, it's all about looking for those um, opportunities. I had a great uh, quote, and I, I don't know who, who said it initially, but if you've got a, a head full of uh, judgment, then you've got no room for curiosity. And mm -hmm. that, I heard that, I can't remember what podcast it was on, but it was on a different, another podcast. And because um, I kind of surf podcasts quite a lot. I, I love it when I'm driving or running or walking or whatever. I've, I love having that in my ears. And uh, that really kind of um, uh, resonated with me because so easy to step into a place where you're kind of making a decision uh, before you've 
taken any time to delve deeper, ask a few questions, find out what's really going on. Um, and then you're in judgment land. And what what do we all hate and fear more than anything else is, is being judged? Well, maybe not more than anything else, but that, that's a big factor for a lot of us is about being judged. And yet so many of us are wandering around doing it and, you know, including me quite accidentally. So, so always keeping that curiosity and, and asking those questions of other people is brilliant because when it empties your own head of any um, presuppositions or preconceived ideas that you might have, uh, but also what it does is it helps them to empty their heads of any kind of judgment that they might have about themselves. Um, and um, and yeah, it just really, really opens things up. And that, I, I just love that. It is a huge thing. I actually did a post today about allowing yourself to be curious about the emotions that you have and letting yourself feel those things because often oftentimes we'll like we'll get angry or upset and not really understand why but if you sit in it and you sit in that emotion and you get curious about it and you you'll then be able to figure it out a lot easier than if you either just try to brush it away or think that often somebody might do something or say something and we think it's about us but actually it's about something that's going on with the other person and they're responding to something that's going on with them so if we allow that almost childlike curiosity to come back into play as adults don't you think that we're able to understand so much more about each other yeah absolutely absolutely and it's the silly little things isn't it like uh you um you 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 wave you or somebody waves at you or you think they're waving at you right and uh and then and then you wave back and they weren't waving at you at all and they don't even notice you know and that gives you that you know horrendous sinking in your stomach and you sort I of did looking that today. around and see oh, really <laughs> that's amazing so so yeah so it, and, and even little things like that and it, in a way it's been able to like you say sit with it and observe it a really good friend of mine, a really old friend of mine, uh, was talking. Uh, I can't remember what we were talking about because this was like literally thirty years ago. And he said he's he he made a decision to adopt a policy of detached amusement about pretty much anything. And I thought that was a brilliant way of looking at because um, it was something that could really fire him up and make him angry, lose control of his emotions. And and then basically he would be the one who ended up being the problem, right? Even though he's not the cause of the problem or the source of the agitation, because it would light his fire, trigger him, he would then basically become the problem and be a massive blocker to anything wonderful happening. So detached amusement. And that, you know, when people say things to you, probably in passing, he's probably forgotten, right, that he ever said that or or had that mm-hmm. had that thought. Um, but um, but it stayed with me for, yeah, like I say, 30 years. And so, yeah, so if you can just sort of sit with what happens and accept that, you know, everyone's got their uh, their view of the world, everyone um, uh, feels similar emotions that might be triggered by different things um, and just accept that that happens. And then, you know, that gives you the opportunity to, to yeah, to, un- to understand it. And in so doing, you get a better understanding of other people as well you're better able to then empathize um and then yeah in, in those moments where if you sit with it 
and learn something from it mm. and just play with it you know detached amusement try something different next time around you know and just see what happens and and that's where questions comes into play for me because um because you know asking sort of open questions that encourage people to to think just really then takes things into a slightly different dimension that they didn't expect and then you're opening yourself up then to being a conversation that is focused on curiosity rather than you know accepting things and not then doing anything about it because I don't think that's what either of us are really talking about absolutely not not at all and and it's like I don't like that saying curiosity killed the cat Mm. because if we're not curious about things we don't go exploring and going on adventures like whether that is through your business or personal life how are you supposed to really fully experience the one life we have to live yeah it's not it's not gonna happen no it's not and the world's a big old place and and i'm sure the people that are listening are thinking how on earth did you grow a business to eight figures in two years yeah Yeah, it was um it was a a a bit of luck and and a and a and a and a lot a lot of hard work uh it was was partly through um through uh uh winning contracts going out and um uh and really understanding what the, the the clients needed. I mean, they were quite big value contracts, so it wasn't like so I wasn't selling stuff for twenty quid. It was kind of, you know, between ten and uh, um, and and two million pound contracts potentially that you that 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 were bidding for. But then the opportunity to to acquire a company with um, with with some uh, credibility. Um, and then uh, with some kind of alignment from the point of view of uh, one, the business, which was profitable. So that was helpful Two, um, the people there were, were great people. And, and I had a, a values set that, that, that needed to be um, implemented to really kind of make sure it lined up with the purpose and everything else. There was that alignment there. Uh, so there were a number of things that, that worked um, to, uh, to, to the advantage um of 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 the mission but having having clarity around the mission makes a massive difference because if you've got that clarity you've also got that um uh, a willingness to uh like i say be be curious and look for those opportunities but also it it was it was a big stretch in a way because it was a case of making sure that that I had one foot outside my comfort zone all the time. I mean, I, I've done a bit of selling, but I'm, I'm not the best salesperson. Um, and you know, when we started, it was it was me and and one other person, and he was the ops guy, I was the sales guy, um, and kind of like the front person or whatever. So it was down it was down to me. So putting yourself in a situation where, well, look, when you look around. Um, there was somebody else so I had somebody to bounce off somebody that I trusted somebody that brought something different but actually going and getting the clients was down to me so that in a way enabled me to generate that belief that I could I could actually do it and uh and then yeah you 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 get the evidence of success because you get an order you you win a contract um people like the sort of sort of thing that you're talking about and um you know, you realise that you're helping somebody else to solve a problem, then it just spurs you on, and um, and yeah, and, and and yeah, and then you end up creating creating a bit of luck along the way. I've always said you create, like we create our own luck. It's not something that 
I like I don't believe in coincidences I I just don't I that's probably another podcast in itself like I did one today for next week motivation is a lie and Mm. it's like you need the discipline to go and take the action to make these things happen but you know you were put into that kind of situation where a lot of people listening might be thinking hold on that's like really far outside of my reach so what might be the stepping stones for the mindset behind I'm going to get to this level of success, whatever that means to, to the listener or to, to you, because yeah. the success might be the first five figures, the first six, the first seven, and then the eight, nine, 10 later to run. And, yeah. you know, what sort of things helped you that in your toolbox to go, right, I'm going to go do this and make this happen. Okay, cool. So, um, I guess the fir- the first thing was that I um I needed to I needed to learn a lot. I've always I've always been really keen to learn, uh, but I I learned a lot by working for other people. Um so I didn't I didn't start off as like an out and out entrepreneur, you know, you kind of you kind of talk to people sometimes and they have this kind of entrepreneurial kind of zeal inside them from the age of 12 and they're doing deals in the playground and all that sort of stuff that wasn't me mm. you know I was um I, I was somebody that needed to go down a different road and um I um I guess I realized that working for other people was good as long as you were learning something and um asking for opportunities uh you know putting yourself out there um yeah stretching yourself but kind of on somebody else's time and money in a way so it was a little bit safer um and then I got to a point where um it it became more and more frustrating for me that um I wasn't quite getting the support or getting the backing uh that I wanted or needed to really make the, the change that I wanted to make and so um it was a bit about that learning and um recognizing that um, you know, I had stuff to learn and having the humility to to actually want to do that. Uh, and, and I still do that today. I'm still learning every single day today. So that, that yeah, was the first thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so and, you know, and sometimes that does come with a bit of a bit of a need to to be humble. And as a leader, being humble, I think, is is also re- really crucial. Um, and then the second thing then was values. I realized that values are really important to me. So if I was working um for a business and there was alignment with the with the values then uh that meant that i mean i would always work hard i would always you know do my best but if i could align with the values and the purpose the mission where that business was going then there was something about that situation that kind of supercharged any of my efforts and um my satisfaction with the results and all that sort of stuff so when i started to notice and um you know incongruence if you like between what the organization was talking about and what the organization was actually doing that kind of was a big signal to me right it's time to it's time to look, look for the next lesson i'm not le- i'm not going to learn any more here because uh, my mind's going to be closed to that um that educational opportunity if you like because it was it was a kind of the you know the learning and earning type thing i had to make sure that i was doing well or well, actually, I had to make sure I was doing both, not just one or the yeah. other. And that's uh, so, one of the things a lot of people don't seem to look at. And they get to a certain point, I suppose, in, in a job, if they're a PAYE, and they've hit the ceiling and don't know how to manoeuvre 
outside of that. And then I find that, that people then become fairly miserable in their job, in their career, and then they don't know how to ignite that change. Yeah. What would you love? Well, what do you love? And then I think I think that's a really good question to anybody listening. What do you love? Yeah, yeah. And you know, now when uh, I'm 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 working with people, you know, um, I've I've sold the business, but I I still uh, work work for that for that business now. So um, I'm now kind of an employee in in that in that company, um, and do a couple of other things as well. But um, but but that question is a vital question. So so you know, how are you? How can I help? Um, what would you love? Um, what can you change to make it work? Um, questions like that just kind of encourage people to start thinking beyond that. And if you're talking to somebody, uh, if you're a leader in a business and you've got somebody, I don't care what size business it is, it can be you know two, two, three, four people, it can be hundreds of people. If you've got somebody and you're asking that question and you're not hearing um, anything that aligns particularly with your mission as an organisation, what you're doing, where you're going, what you're trying to do, then you know, you've got to have a really open and honest conversation with that person and help them because it can really hurt people. You know, staying too long in, in a job where they're not happy, uh, where they um, might not feel like they're doing a good job, it can actually really hurt them. And even though there might be some sort of short-term pain if somebody ends up leaving almost because, you know, you've asked them the question that's made them think that's the right thing to do that's still better than having somebody staying with you uh, for years and years not being happy ultimately then maybe not being well in the end um and um and yeah and and it, that you're not going to you're not going to create the opportunity for people to do things they didn't think were possible in, in that kind of a, an environment you know so um so yeah so you got to do that and then for people who are in that situation you can ask that question of yourself you know what what would i what would i love and it's not just about work it's about you know for your life because um you know work is part of life and if you're um if you ask that question and again sit with and observe the answer um then um you know you you might well find something that you're able to do that you really enjoy and also get paid for it and that's a beautiful thing like i love i really genuinely love what i do um, I love the podcast because I get to have amazing, interesting conversations with all manner of people, obviously yourself included. Um, and it opens doors to so many other things. And I think that conversation is becoming a lost art because of technology and the way that people are becoming so separated. So this event I'm speaking at tomorrow, there's like over 200 people registered. And then there's like 60 people registered for online. Now, the people that are going to be watching online, they're not going to get the same benefit as the people that are here in person because you don't get the same kind of connection, like, you know, looking in the whites of someone's eyes and the, the different conversations that happen at the breaks and the breakout rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the, the whole thing about communication being 7%, the words you say, and then whatever the maths is around the rest of it is all <laughs> is all in the kind of the way that you say it and and your body language and you know you you can you can pick up bits online but it is a bit like um yeah it's a bit like uh i don't know go, going on holiday 
somewhere sunny and and staying indoors all the time you know not getting any vitamin d it's kind of it's you're not you're not going to get that complete experience it's all better than nothing but also as you say the benefit of going to an event and being there um and that opportunity to connect with other people is um is is just uh well it's it's one of the one of the vital human needs isn't it you know so that whole thing about connection and and belonging and you know i get that some people feel less comfortable going into a room full of people than 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 others uh but um but actually taking that step you know breathing and, and going in there and um and and yeah starting to talk to people is um it's it's a, it's a brilliant thing I love doing it yeah it helps you to expand as a human being and one of the things that I always think if you are worried or you're nervous about going into a room go and look for the other person that looks as nervous as you are and go and make them feel comfortable yeah and that way that will help you to feel more comfortable because you've done a good thing and that's yeah. how you'll start to grow these connections exactly and, and what and what's the best way of making somebody else feel comfortable it's encouraging them to talk about themselves invariably and and it's a good place to start and so again we're back to asking great questions mm-hmm. and and what that does is that takes the pressure off you i mean people you know always are worse, well what am i going to say when they say well what do you do uh and, and why are you here well you know fine have have something you know in mind that that it doesn't go on for ages and kind of just kind of is a little bit snazzy or whatever. But if you can't think of anything uh, particularly, you know, groundbreaking or that you're particularly happy with, then, then yeah, forget that and think about what questions are you going to ask somebody else? And again, that whole curiosity piece, you know, because that's how you find out if, if that person is, is for you and, Mm -hmm. If that person is not for you, then okay, cool. Maybe you've made them feel better. You've, you know, improved their lives because oh, someone spoke to me. That's good. Um, and then, you know, you can you can move on and talk to somebody else. And and just also when you move on and talk to somebody else, just be really clear and honest about that and say, I'm I'm here to sort of stretch myself a bit today. I'm here to talk to as many people as I can. It's been great to meet you, but um, I'm going to go and find somebody else to to talk to because um, I want to I want to get better at, at, at introducing myself to people. Yeah. Or what, just be really honest about about it because yeah, um, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And the other thing I think in these kinds of situations as well is like you have to remember that you you aren't going to like everyone, and that's okay. And not everybody's going to like you. I said that the wrong way around, actually. (laughs) But knowing that there are going to be people that don't like you is okay because there are people that you don't like. And if we all like the same things, life would be very, very dull. And I like to see meeting new people almost like a game and a bit of a challenge so that I can really understand, like, for me, especially over the past three years, like, what's happened, the world went batshit. Mm. I've found so many people that I'm aligned with and our values because of that. Yeah. I'm not, not, not grateful. I'm almost grateful for it because it's helped me find my people. But, however, I wish it hadn't happened because of all of the horrific things that have happened. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But again, we've all got a choice, haven't we, about 
about these things when they happen to us or when they happen to the whole planet you know, we, we, we do have a yeah we have a choice about how we respond and we can um we can choose to see the things that that um that that that, that don't help us and we can choose to see the things things that do and um you know make a choice that helps you out and that whole thing about you know people that you don't like and people that don't like you um if you if you um if you just change the words of that a little bit mm. and say okay so it's people that people that you know are like you and people that are not like you then like it that. kind of it just reframes it a little bit yeah. you know because invariably what, what we're looking for is we're looking for people that are similar to us you know especially when we're looking for some familiarity when we want to feel safe and all of those kind of primal type needs we have um and uh yeah and and not everyone's like you because you're unique so if you find somebody who's close to you there's overlapping circles then cool but if you don't then you know that should be no great surprise because um we come in all shapes and it's sizes different and, um, colors grades and all yeah. sorts yeah <laughs> yeah smells cultures yeah. smells exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah so um so yeah so that 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 helps me a little bit it's just okay you know there's going to be people that are like me and there's going to be people that aren't and sometimes in life you know you need people that are not like you to help you along uh, so you know from my point of view i'm not great on detail i um i'm kind of uh you know um into i get really excited about ideas really really quickly uh get all excited about the big picture and uh could could go rushing into something really really quickly uh in a tigger like uh fashion and and make a massive mistake so sometimes what i need are people around me who ask um really good questions about the facts you know and because i'll ask questions about the vision and all that sort of stuff but you know you need to say okay so what's what's the evidence that says this is going to be a good idea or not um and you know someone who can count properly so make sure that the money stacks up or in a business situation um yeah. somebody who gets into the detail because um and you know and, and when i first meet somebody like that we might not get on that well because mm -hmm. I might really wind them up. You know, I'm sort of blabbing on like I'm doing now. Push and pull though, don't you? Like yeah. This is how my mum and I work. She's very detail orientated and I'm very big picture. So I pull her along and she pulls me back a bit and it works because she does the stuff that I don't enjoy and I do the things that she doesn't enjoy. Mm. And it works almost harmoniously. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because we're very similar but very different I think that's important to have the people in your life that are different to you because yeah. they're the people that help us grow because if you're always surrounded by people that are like you how are you ever going to experience that next level of erythia or anything actually and the more I'm looking at things I'm getting a little bit more spiritual and seeing that there is so much more to us that like we all are connected through through the earth. I tell you what, actually, there's um, a, a documentary on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. Okay. It's about an hour and 20 minutes, I think. And it, okay. it'll blow your mind. It'll just right. blow your mind. Well, um, it made me cry like the octopus one did. No. Okay. <laughs> But it's incredible because 
fungi aren't plants. Right. And the way that that fungi grow and the way we're all connected and the trees, they talk to each other through the soil and through their roots. It's fucking mind blowing. Mm. Um, And when I watched that, I was like, well, holy shit. Mm. Like, (laughs) there is so much more than I think we'll ever understand as human beings in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't know that. I'm definitely going to check that out. Something. I mean, something. I. 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 I was told. Uh, um, yeah, two weeks ago, was about fractals. Have you heard about fractals? No. The, these are these are shapes in nature. So if you look at um, tree branches and the kind of almost like the the almost symmetry that you get in tree branches, we get some flowers and the sort of symmetry in in, in the petals and, and all that kind of stuff. Apparently fractals is a kind of a natural um, phenomenon, which actually has a really calming influence on, on, on the human mind. Oh. And if you can, if you, if you see um, yeah, light shining through the trees and you see these kind of shapes or you see a, a flower, if you just pause and just observe it, it can have a really calming influence on you. So again, what does that say? Well, that says, well, one, it's a beautiful thing, but there's definitely some sort of a connection thing going there, on there. There really is. We and, are all connected to the earth. We are born, we live, and we die, we go back to the earth. And that cycle then happens again. Like grounding i used to think this was a bunch of shit as well but i now know it's not because when i'm at my best i'm in mallorca walking along the beach with my feet in the sea yeah sounds nice and that connection to the sea and to the earth in that way makes me feel good and like the calming sound of the ocean as the tide comes in and out and there's something to be said about that in the same way as like if you're in a forest or you put your feet in the mud i had a little fit a couple of weeks ago and I'm like I mean the arse end of nowhere I'm like right I need to take my shoes off I need to go put my feet in the earth (laughs) um and I did and it was pretty gross it didn't feel very nice (laughs) on my feet but my mind after about five minutes started to feel better yeah so I do think there is something to be said for I'm not even sure this is where we were going to go today but yeah (laughs) <laughs> something to be said for how we connect with nature and how we then connect as human beings yeah because obviously yeah. your podcast is called people with purpose yeah and tell us more about why people with purpose i want to link this to what we've just said about like nature and connection and i think that's a nice little segue yeah of course well i um so people with purpose actually um came from the fact that i repeated that phrase about seven times when i was talking about what was important to me mm. and um and, and so well okay that's the name of the podcast then and uh and so and so part of that is because i i, I do believe that we all have a purpose i do believe that it's um, a case of unlocking that i don't i don't believe that it has to be anything um you know like you know a, a cure for a, a a disease or anything like massive for some people it's something very very simple very straightforward um, and for other people it's um it is a it is a big thing and that potentially comes from um you know 
the, their environment, their experience, and all those sorts of things. There's a point in time, probably when you, when you're quite young, something something happens, something resonates, and and it then begins to create a kind of a, a connection with something. So, I, I know I know quite a few people who 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 are, who are very uh, connected to um, to nature from the from the point of view of their purpose and and you know wanting to to save the planet i also know some people who are very connected to um you know one particular uh, part of nature so um so running in wild open spaces um one one particular well there's, there's one guy i know who's who's just obsessed with the salmon on the river x in devon and that's basically now now a core part of his purpose i mean it's not it's not what it's all about you know protecting the salmon because he's got he's got a desire to help people to gain confidence through being out in the wilds but you know one thing leads to another and it evolves um and um and yeah and he's he's got to that point because you know there's something about being outside and being out in the wilds which which kind of you know Turn, turns him on it kind of makes him happy it makes him feel mm. fulfilled and, and that he's doing something that's of value to other people so um so yeah so so with the with the podcast it's a case of um talking to people asking them questions finding out what makes them tick and i've had people on who who, who don't believe they have a purpose that's interesting as well for me because you know people don't see it like that people don't necessarily use that word um but you know generally uh, most people are um are, are doing something for a reason and it's a case of of digging into that to kind of maybe try to to work out why that is mm. and sometimes you do need to do a bit of digging with some people because they do feel unworthy or unloved or like there is no real passion or purpose because of things that have happened in their life and mm we need to look at that and explore those things yeah. in order to really understand who we are, to be connected with ourselves, in order to connect with other people in a better way. What, what tips would you give to people to help them to figure out what their purpose is? Well, so, um, so some people say that uh, purpose uh, comes from pain. Mm. Um, I guess what I would say about that is if you're the kind of person that, that feels guilty when you're in a room and someone's telling their life story and you think, wow, I can't believe they've been through that. Nothing like that's ever happened to me. Um, then, then please don't feel like that because pain is a relative uh, concept. So, you know, one person's pain is another person's pleasure. Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at it from a kind of extreme point of view, but we've all had our, um, our experiences and, and they've, they've created a kind of an, an emotional uh, response for us. So, so, if you're looking for your purpose, one thing that you can do is you can is you can uh, write down what it is that you love. That's the first thing, and I don't mean necessarily um, uh, things like jobs and sports and all that kind of stuff. It's it's the write down the feeling that you enjoy, you know, or, or the kind of um, the physiological response that you enjoy so i like laughing i like making people laugh um i like feeling um warm i like feeling helpful i like feeling useful whatever that is um and then uh you know if you've if you've got a feel for that um then you can you can start to experiment with that and just play with it a little bit um you know try and find 
an opportunity to uh, to express that. So if you uh, if you you know love um, yeah helping people, okay. So so who who then would you like to help, and and, and in what way? And you can start to build a picture from that. And if you're really really struggling with it, then then perhaps what you're doing is you're you're putting yourself under so much pressure to find this kind of be all and end all of a life purpose that you're actually missing what's right in front of you, which is, you know, you, you just like listening to people. You just like, um, uh, you know, yeah, we're talking maybe you just like um, helping people. Okay. Well, so, so just start there. And, you know, a purpose is, is kind of nothing if it, if it stays inside you and you don't do anything with it because you're not sure if that's what it is. So, take some action um give something a go and uh and then um you know just just remain observant about your your feelings and how they play through and if you feel like it's resonating with you then then do it some more if not then try something else i think it's i think it's about yeah going with the flow um and um and yeah being really kind of conscious about it because if you can be conscious then you can be intentional with mm -hmm. with with what you're doing um and so yeah it's a bit like me i realized um the uh the, the reason i love seeing people do things um that they didn't think they were capable of uh, and helping them to do that i mean that started for me um it's always been there but i didn't know it until i'd actually noticed it now i noticed that with my brother when he did something brilliant when he was younger. I noticed that with my best mate when instead of feeling jealous of him from having a success, I was really, you know, happy for him. I would felt jealous of him before, but but I just, oh well, that's good. And then and then I noticed it in a work context. And um what you know, one of my team won an award. And and then I thought, what this 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 kind of keeps happening. Um, there's got to be something in it, so I started to explore it a little bit more. And um, you know, that's not specific, is it? Helping mm -hmm. people do things they didn't think were possible. It's not a specific thing. It's not a job. It's not a kind of a a sport or a. Or, no, it's or not. Whatever. But seeing the success that other people have, like that, lights a fire in me as well. Like all of my clients, when they do well, and they all do well. I am so genuinely happy for them. Whereas 10 years ago, as you know, what I was like, mm. I would have been in a full place of jealousy of why that, why is that happening to you and not to me? Yeah. So it's almost um, like um, you elevate to the next level or some kind of next level of spirituality or as a human being to go, I'm really pleased for you. I'm going to use that as inspiration to push myself forward. Yeah, yeah. And what I love about well, it's not the only thing I love about you, but one thing I love about you is that is that you 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 want to help people. You've got this desire to help people that comes through really clearly. You you know you can help people, right? Um, and 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 you you put you put that out there, and uh, you're, you're not you're not fearful about. Well, you don't come across as being fearful about saying. I, I can with your business and with your mastermind, for example, I can help you and this is how much it costs. You're like really transparent. You're you're really authentic with it. And my sense is that's because you you feel it, you believe it, 
and and also you've 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 collected the evidence to show to yourself that you're not you're not just saying it it does actually happen for other yeah. people when you help them so i love that and and it's yeah it's only because you started doing something with it and doing something about it that that actually crystallized became more clear um and you know for you it may well evolve again and again and again in different ways um but but you've kind of found your essence as a result of of yeah observing and then doing and then yeah collecting those examples where where it works thank you for saying that that means an awful lot you're welcome. Well, I mean, if I wouldn't say. Choir, I'd be crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, you want to watch that octopus movie, whatever it's called? Uh, but, um, but I mean, I mean, yeah, it's but you know, but that's the thing. You see, when you're when you're being yourself and you're being true to your purpose, people just feel it. People notice. You know, if you're having a conversation with somebody and you've got a, a, a nagging feeling at the back of your mind, do I really trust this person? Um, you know, listen, listen to those thoughts. I mean, don't don't judge. Ask questions to clarify. Um, and if you're not sure, then yeah, move move on and move away. But um, but yeah, you 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 kind of get these senses from people that, that whether when they're being genuine, when they're being authentic, um, and when they're being honest with you. Um, and you also get a sense when somebody actually cares about you and not just about themselves so so yeah one of the really lovely things that people have said about me on our mastermind is they don't just feel like a number they feel like a person and they can tell i genuinely care about them and their success and how they live in their life Hmm. like i've been parts of loads of different masterminds and some of them you are you're just a number in the room yeah and I don't want people to feel like a number because you're not just a number. Mm. You're a human being with amazing things to do with your life. And you should feel whole and you should feel supported and you should feel loved and you should feel worthy. Yeah. So if I can do anything to help people along that journey, and I know you do similar, like it, it makes a massive difference. And yeah. there are also people that you don't even know that you're helping. And this is partly why I love podcasts so much. Mm. Because you know there are people listening and they might not necessarily reach out, but you know that they're getting something from it. And mm. this is why I always say thank you to every listener on every podcast, because you've taken the time and effort to listen and hopefully you'll take something away and you'll implement it. And whether you come back to us and tell us or not, like we know we've done something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, and it's, um, yeah, I guess the other thing that I, that I learned, um, cause again, I, I didn't have any huge pain in my childhood. I was very fortunate, uh, you know, loving parents and, and all of that kind of stuff. But, but for quite a while when I was, when I was growing up, probably like lots of people in a way, um, you know this whole thing about wanting to be loved, and um, uh, you know that 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 became that became a bit bit challenging for me to 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 handle, and became too much of a pressure. And uh, yeah, in a couple of uh, you know things with friends, I, I would get really jealous, and a couple of things with um, with you know with girlfriends and stuff, and I'd get a bit upset, obsessed, and all that kind of thing. And it was only only when I realised that um, that actually I needed to 
change just change my perspective on things and 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 begin to think about something bigger than myself Mm. and I I don't really know what it was that 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 really triggered that thought but I kind of got to a point where I'd had enough and um and so I started thinking more about okay so what 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 if I was just there for for other people rather than being there for me because being there for me isn't really helping me at all you know um because actually what you end up doing is pushing pushing people away or attracting the the wrong the (laughs) people that aren't suited to you so um so yeah the so and then literally the moment that I I I I changed that um it 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 made a massive difference and, and relationships became more healthy and both with friends and with um and you know with my, my now um wife penny as well and um so uh so yeah it, it's uh yeah it's it's about perspective isn't it um is everything yeah yeah and so it can be for other people but actually it helps you as well and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely not so you sound like you're in a very good place at the moment last time we spoke about both of our health journeys mm. um how are you going with that well, two days ago, I had a sports massage, right? For the first time ever, I, I thought, I'm going to treat myself to a sports massage. And um, and and she was absolutely, Abby was brilliant. She got so into my calves, I was kind of lying on this oh, couch. Oh, the calves are painful, aren't they? Oh, the, the, yeah, exactly. I did, I did, unfortunately, let a couple of words go that were slightly inappropriate for the surroundings. But, um, but yeah. So anyway, but I, but I was so, I was, I was obviously tensing to avoid shrieking with pain. I've actually now got a dodgy shoulder as a direct result of that sports massage. So I'm now going to a physio tomorrow <laughs> to get him to sort my shoulder out. So um, I asked them if it's part of their revenue model. You know, do you actually get people in for sports massage, damage them, so they have to come in for physio two days later? So, um, so yeah, so, but that aside, um, the health thing is 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 all right, actually. I was, I was going through a period of not drinking at all. And uh, I'm now... I'm now drinking a bit again, but just keeping an eye on it because I, I I do I do enjoy um, a, gla- a glass of wine or two, and uh, it's easy for one thing to lead to another. But you know, when I, when I was off the booze, I I didn't I was saying I didn't really feel any different. But when I went back on it again, I definitely did. So from the point of view of being sharper in the mornings and all that kind of stuff, there's definitely a difference. difference. You see, isn't it? And yeah. like one of my clients, he stopped drinking for about six months. Um, and he said, I don't feel any different. I don't feel yeah. that there's any benefit for me not drinking. Yeah. And um, for me, over the past four to six weeks, I think I've had a drink three times. Right. Um, part of that is because it's my birthday in two weeks and I'm going to Vegas and I've got a photo shoot. Okay. So, no alcohol. My abs will be back. I'm literally... <laughs> 0.4 of a kilo off my target weight with two weeks nice. to go. Good. So I'm gonna over overachieve because I am an overachiever. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I do find it interesting, like the whole alcohol thing, because it's it's a drug. We call it drink and drugs, but alcohol yeah. is still a drug, mm. and it's so normalized by society, and it's something that's been a huge part of my life for pretty much my entire life and I do admire people that don't drink and they they make that choice and so I've listened to a few books recently on 
not drinking to see how it affects my psychology because I'm fascinated by the human brain psychology and and all of that Mm. I think that you can drink and be happy and be healthy when you're not going to excess yeah it's when it's a daily thing that you know you've got (laughs) that there's a problem and then in which case I would definitely we recommend seeking help because you're trying to mask something yeah and and that's what I found with all kinds of different drugs throughout my entire life like you're trying to mask a feeling and by getting into a different state of mind through another substance Um, and this is what my, my podcast last week was about but finding that inner confidence without the need for external validation external substances yeah um if you're capable, because a lot of people are like social drinkers, you have a couple of glasses of wine, you go for dinner, that's great, you enjoy it. Mm. I think what we spoke about before, sometimes things go a little too far. And when yeah, you yeah. Like that, you can you can acknowledge it and go, okay, I'm going to take a step back here. And I think that that's a really powerful thing to to admit and to be open to. Mm. Well, I'm not. I'm not there with it yet because I, I, what I'd like to be is I'd like to be the kind of person that can have one and can have, um, you know, yeah, yeah, just just drink, um, just once or twice a week and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that that is is something that that you know I I, I don't seem to be very good at. And I, I've it's really weird, isn't it? Because quite disciplined in 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 lots of lots of parts of of life and just lack that discipline when it comes to comes to alcohol so this is one thing i'm really really researching into at the moment like the whole alcohol thing because like for me as well and obviously i'm putting this out here on my podcast now um i've probably been drinking half my life but I am so disciplined with the gym and I very often don't drink for months and months and months because I've got the training in my head. Mm. I also know what it can do and how we feel like it's part of what makes something fun. And often if you need to drink to make something fun, you shouldn't be at that event. Yeah. And something I've come to realize like a lot more recently is I'm not going to enjoy that without a drink. Therefore I shouldn't be at that event. Yeah. Yeah. Or in that so, environment or exactly or that environment. go and do something else instead. Yeah. And that Absolutely. will help you with your mindset, with your purpose, with your passion, with your confidence, and you'll become so much happier because of that. And mm. you'll be doing more of the things that do make you happy as opposed to, not yeah 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 because it does have an effect and and anything it doesn't have to be because there's this thing about um addiction which uh, and there's there's a theory which i've heard and which kind of makes sense to me um and it's it's a bit about human needs so um you know if you've got the human need for significance for certainty uncertainty uh, contribution um, and and all, all of those sorts of things. If if there's something, whether it be a habit of any kind, that that hits three of those things, 
then that's got the potential to become addictive for you because it's kind of addressing those core core needs that you've got now again this is a theory i don't know what the science is behind it or whatever but just i find these things interesting just to think about and if i think about what what alcohol for example um uh, does for me well it, it does it does um give me a sort of a sense of certainty to a degree um it does also give me a sense of uncertainty uh and um and yeah from a social point of view um you know it gives me a sense of um um you know uh significance as well sometimes i didn't really need it but kind of you know you kind of get into it's it and all that. a sense of belonging isn't there yeah yeah exactly exactly and so so you know so if there's anything that you do um obs- obsessively if you like, or habitually, then it's about asking yourself, okay, so what, 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 what's, what's the need? What's the void, if you like, because which you you alluded to, uh, and and that th- this is kind of yeah, addressing. Oh yeah, how do I address it in a different way? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, and it can be anything because anything can become unhelpful, unhealthy for well, you. Yeah, working, like, even exercise can become too much. there are some people like you know you've got eating disorders and over exercising because that becomes too addictive to them and like then body dysmorphia comes into it like this i mean we could talk about this all fucking day (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think i think the point that i think we would like to get across here is for people to start to understand themselves Mm. the lives that they're leading uh, is what they're doing is what you're doing serving you is yeah. it helping you to move towards your goals? And if it isn't, then don't do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and what's what's it given you? How else could I get that thing? Yeah, that 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 that's a good thing to think about because um because you know you can get you can get your kicks in different ways, right? So um absolutely. there's yeah, so yeah. many better ways to get kicks than alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Especially as I've developed a bit of a taste for slightly more expensive wine. So it becomes an expensive habit as well as, as well as everything else. So yeah, so that's not great. I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, champagne and very expensive rum. Right. Okay. Well, that'll do you, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> that will do you. So what, what do you, what do you, what do you, I don't you probably don't want to talk about it. What, what do you put with your rum? Ice. Ice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I sip a rum. Yeah. With a piece of ice. I like a dark. My favorite is the Mount Gay XO. Okay. With one piece of ice, like a big piece of ice, and mm. you swirl it around and just sip it. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Yeah. So I don't fancy rum now, so we'll move on. Well, I love a rum. I love a champagne. Um, mm. but I also really like the feeling of leaving the gym and having done really well. Yeah. So Absolutely. I think it's all encompassing. You know, we put this into business, into life, into our relationships, into our connection with ourselves and with other people. And I've yeah. really, really loved this conversation. I hope you have as well. I have. Good. <laughs> I'm sure everybody listening has as well. If you could give people one tip to be more confident in themselves, what would it be? Um, I guess. I guess the thing about confidence for me is about uh, remembering there are there aren't any absolutes there's no always there's no never um, and you always have a choice so you know the whole thing about observing how you are how you're feeling and sitting with it you know observe 
the evidence, you know, and what evidence are you choosing to take notice of? Because if you can find one time when, you know, which doesn't help you feel confident, you can probably find one time that does help you feel confident. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with, uh, with beliefs, you know, you can, you can, you can choose what to believe. You can either choose a, um, like, like an, an empowering belief, um, or you can choose a different one. And I think pretty well, it's going to be empowering or it's going to be paralyzing. So what would you prefer? So choose what suits you. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing I would say is, um, that, that life lesson for me, which is actually, if it's about other people, then you forget about yourself and, whether you call it confidence or whether you call it service, um, you know, that'll, that'll see you through. So, you know, you, you've, you've got a choice. So, so make a good one. I love that. And we all do have a choice and you can choose to be happy and confident and remember a time that you were and step into that, embody that, or you can choose to hide away and, like we said earlier, life's too short to be miserable. You should make the most of absolutely every opportunity. And what all the listeners now need to do to take the opportunity to do is to find you and follow you and stalk you online because we're fans of online stalking, just not in person. So where can people follow you, find you? So, yeah, so I'm um, I'm the bull bloke with glasses on, with a blue background on, um, on Facebook and on LinkedIn and on Instagram. Actually, my, my Facebook page is has not got a blue my profile on Facebook hasn't got a blue background, but it's David Roberts, basically. There's only about uh, 258,000 of me. So um, so the best thing to do is to, is to go to actually the podcast, the People With Purpose podcast, and then click on the links in the show notes on on, on there if You'll you want to find me on social media. For, yeah. for the listeners. Um, right, perfect. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Uh, that's interesting, actually, because there's only one Natalie Arabella Bailey. Yes, I know. I know you've you've done well there, picking a name that nobody else has got. Congratulations! It's become official now as well. <laughs> cool. Oh, there you go. You got ticks and whatnot, blue ticks and yeah, yeah, I've got blue ticks. Awesome. Get in. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to give to the listeners, or anything you've got going on that you'd like them to come find you about? Well. I just want to say thank thanks for listening and um and yeah and I yeah I I just hope it, you've enjoyed listening to the conversation and uh and yeah that's it really I'm I'm here I'm here to help if you want to talk or um or or find out about purpose or um or just just you know want to talk to somebody about working out okay so so what do you love if you want somebody to ask you some some good questions to 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 help you to make a decision or navigate your way through something then um and yeah i'll be very very happy to do that for your listeners amazing thank you so much thank you to everybody that's listening for all of your downloads subscribes your sharing with people that you like and even with the people that you don't like because everybody needs a helping hand every now and then um thank you very much for listening and we shall see you on the next one thanks for listening if you enjoyed this podcast please share it with people you think it will help and stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey. And join the Better Together for Confidence and Mindset Facebook community to improve your confidence, network, and life.